0: here in ventnor new jersey and this is news that you can use for wednesday no tuesday tuesday july 4th you know i am i'm just not doing well with the calendar but happy birthday america the 247th anniversary of our country's birth
1: all right folks uh happy 4th of july thank you for spending some of it with us here's the deal we okay. need people to stop buying cars. We're going to kick today's show off with the latest data. It just came out yesterday from Edmunds Dad. Yes. I'm, I don't want to say I'm in disbelief, but I'm getting closer and closer. Let me pull it up on the screen for everyone right about there. Yeah. Car shoppers feeling the heat from scorching financing costs in Q2, according to Edmunds. The thing that I want to focus on here. Yes. The share of consumers who finance the vehicle with a monthly payment of $1,000 or more, reached a new all-time peak of 17.1% in Q2, up from 16.8% in Q1, and 4.3% in Q2 of 2019.
0: Yes. We need people yes.
1: to listen to the headline of today's show and
0: just stop buying cars.
1: That's insane.
0: Um, you know, in instead of celebrating um, us declaring our independence from from England... Yep. Uh, Perhaps what we need to do is declare our independence from high car payments. That's that's a crazy number. And I looked at the article. Yeah. But there was a statistic in that article that was even more fascinating to me. If you want to pull it back up for one second.
1: Also, just going to say this right now. We're probably going to have Wi-Fi issues because my dad lives in a... Relatively old condo building, and it's Fourth of July at the beach, so it's very busy down here. So I we apologize in advance if there are audio issues today. There's just too many people using the
0: Wi-Fi. Unfortunately, that's you, the using today. using the the, uh, uh, the really old cables. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that do their best to transmit. So uh, yeah. So if you scroll down in this article, there are basically two segments of people. If you do a deep dive into into how this works. Um, 15.6% of the people that have signed up for uh, car payments of $1,000 or greater have done it on terms of 31 to 48 months. They have taken advantage of short-term financing at low interest rates in order to do it. So in other words, they're agreeing to accept a large payment for a very short period of time the unfortunate reality is 64.5% of those who signed up, the loan terms were between 67 and 84 months. The interest rates were between 8.5 and 9.6%. Those people tended to spend approximately $8,500 more in interest on these loans and that that's the scary part the fact that that they mentioned in the article that well they believe some of these people might find themselves in a negative equity position let me help 100 of those 64.5 are going to find themselves in a negative equity position they may never have equity in their favor so at the same time
1: that we're seeing this data come from Edmonds, we're also reading headlines like this. We have, Dad. Stellantis yes. sales slump ends. Honda Nissan rebound again. Hyundai Kia advance for the 11th straight month. U.S. light vehicle deliveries are forecast to rise 16 to 23% in June. Forecasters say capping a stronger than expected first hop, first half fueled by pent-up retail demand and robust fleet deliveries. So we can come on this show all day long and we can talk about the numbers yes. and how ridiculous it is to be taking out loans of that term with that APR and that monthly payment. Yet monthly sales numbers for new cars are going up.
0: It, it, you know, we, I keep saying, and and we, you 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 and Brandon keep saying, looking at the, and it's Brandon from Car Questions Answered. You look at the data that we see, and 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 everybody starts to extrapolate that. Well, this isn't sustainable, and prices are going to have to come down. And I keep saying. Yeah, you would think prices would have to come down, but this is such, this is not a normal market. What we're seeing is not hist- Is not normally what we would see historically. And so, I, I'm sure you, maybe I you trying to think, get what you're yeah. yeah, yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, what we're experiencing
1: today is not what we would typically experience in the past. Yes,
0: and and so when we think that there should be a, a decline in the selling prices, a major decline, uh, or there should be a decline in the amount of payment that be, we're just not seeing it. I mean, I think, I think what we're seeing is that there's fewer people who who find themselves in the market to buy cars, but there's still enough people of means to continue the. Um, the sales advancements that these manufacturers are seeing.
1: Let's look I, at it broken down by. by and I'm just gonna say, i was going to say,
0: I still don't think it's sustainable.
1: <laughs> Let's look at it broken down by the automaker really quickly. Okay. And then uh, we're going to come here to the chat in just a moment again. Happy Fourth of July. Really appreciate you spending some time of it with us. All right, Acura Dad, their sales year over year up 63% for the quarter. Year over year for the first half of the year up 40%. Let's look at another luxury brand or a brand that thinks of themselves as luxury. Genesis sales Mm -hmm. up 25% year over year. Alfa Romeo down 25%. Maserati sales up 7%. Obviously we don't have everyone's data. We'll get more of that after the holiday here. But you 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 know, even just with the Acura and the Genesis numbers, you see what you see what you're saying. Like Acura's numbers are up significantly more yes. than Honda's, for example. Yeah. I think this is a little bit of the OEM's decision to push more upmarket vehicles as well. We we know they make more money on the more expensive vehicles. So maybe part of the reason why we see people sustaining the market at higher prices is because that's where the available inventory
0: is. Well, if that's if that's predominantly in Im- the inventory you're building, then that's where the inventory is. Yeah. And and so that's why it takes so many average people out of the market. And you know, I I like the joke that you know I, I, I think I'm a well, I think I'm a below average guy. But you know, let let's just assume for a second that I'm an average guy. I you know I I guess if I needed to for a short term, if I wanted to to, to spend a thousand dollars a month for three years, I probably could. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, and the people that are doing it for the average of 67 to 84 months, think about that for a yeah. Second. Can we just talk
1: about that for a second? Yeah. So let's go back to the admin's data and pull it back up on the screen. Uh let me let me do this. So we're saying that of the people that that took on a $1,000 a month payment, 65% of them yes. was for a loan term, like the 67 to 84 months. So let's just use 72. That's $72,000 at a minimum that you're paying back.
0: That, that, wow. yes. And, and that includes probably close to $8,000 in interest for having borrowed that money. Um, so, so, you know, maybe what you financed was sixty thousand or sixty two thousand dollars, and you're paying back seventy two thousand. But for the next six years, if you still wrote a check, you would be writing a check to that bank for a thousand plus dollars every month. You know, now you, the fact that you do an automatic depositor withdrawal, you know, so you don't feel it as much, but it it it's. Those are crazy numbers. 17% of all buyers in quarter two. Okay. All, nearly nearly 20% of all people who financed cars agreed to a payment of $1,000 or more. Yeah, it's wild. That's a staggering number. You know, and I'm guessing, like three years ago, the average car payment was probably five hundred or five hundred and fifty dollars.
1: You don't even have to guess. They had the data in there. It was okay. in 2019, Q2 of 2019, they had it up at the top. Give me one second. It was four point three percent of new car payments were above a thousand dollars. Four point three. We are up to seventeen point one. Let's jump to the chat here. We've got okay. from NWPA. I'm a used car dealer. My family depends on me selling cars and trucks. You want my family to go hungry? Uh, no. no. We want people to make more rational and sound financial decisions when they're purchasing new cars. And we're, we're, we're strong advocates for the idea that if you don't need to pay $1,000 a month to buy a new car, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Used cars, by the way, Wholesale prices are going down significantly and used cars are becoming more and more negotiable. So we hope that lots of people go to your dealership, NWPA, and buy reasonably priced used cars. We think that's a great idea. Absolutely. But the idea that folks should be out there spending $1,000 a month when we know, we can see all the data. The amount of savings people have, wage increases haven't gone up as much as inflation. Like, There's... There's a marketing play and a product um, prioritization play by the OEMs that is convincing people that they should spend more for cars. And, and, and we are not huge fans of that.
0: And we also know that that um, delinquency rates for loans are going up dramatically. Now, you know, it, is, is it enough to um, change the market completely? No, but it's enough that more and more Americans are having – uh, a more difficult time in being able to make their car payments. You know, the average car payment, according to that Edmonds report, the average car payment now is $733 a month. That's the average. Doesn't include
1: insurance, doesn't include maintenance, doesn't include it, fuel.
0: It just includes interest. Interest. Uh, so, so, you know, I, I remember th- the day, and it wasn't all that long ago, you know, where the average car payment when somebody came in and bought a car it was 350 400 a month you had somebody paying more than that you were thinking oh my god they're they're out of their minds well the average the average today is 733 dollars, the highest it's ever been and and the percentage of people agreeing to pay a thousand plus dollars a month is higher than it's ever been um and that that's why I say, it's, and, and, and and I got to believe that most of that is driven by new cars, not pre-owned cars. All the data that they were referring to is new cars. So, yeah, it's okay. very
1: clear. It's all yeah. all new cars. I want to drop a resource in the chat team. Worked on this and got it out yesterday. There's another version of it coming soon, too, which is exciting. It is our out-the-door price calculator. This is 100% free. We recently revamped it and updated all of the data in the out-the-door price calculator the reason this is so important is because you can get caught up on payment like even even in this conversation we're getting caught up on payment but it's important that you understand your out-the-door price actually will be let me look at really quickly the average new vehicle transaction price was 45,978 dollars last week just call it 46,000 all right well i copied and pasted so let me paste that in there okay and let's say we're i don't know
0: what state do you want to be in oh you know why don't we do georgia or like I or like I was thinking, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about yeah. the out-the-door
1: price calculator here is it's going to tell you. You should expect to see an 8.39% increase on your out-the-door price in the state of Georgia. Add on another $3,855. Those things also increase your monthly payment because most people finance them. Yes. I'm bringing this up because it's important that as we're having this conversation about $1,000 a month payment, we don't lose sight of the most important thing. Which is obviously your out-the-door price.
0: Well, and and the reason you need to understand your out-the-door price is so that you can truly understand your budget. If do you want to see the next version that we're working on? Okay, I'll pull it up while you're okay. If if for instance you don't feel as if you want to be average when it comes to a new car and have a payment of seven hundred and thirty-three dollars, but you would prefer a monthly payment of around five hundred dollars a month, well, you need to know the The prices of cars that will fit into that budget. Let me show you something, pops. That we're that we're
1: doing right now. Because okay. I think you're gonna. Re- this is your first time seeing it. The next version of this that we're currently working on is gonna look something like this. Okay. You'll be able to put in the selling price of the vehicle. Your state. How much money you intend to put down. Okay. If you have, uh, what was the ten thousand? Oh, cash down. Your yeah. trade allowance, cash down, loan term, okay. and then the interest rate. And then all of that will plug in here. So you'll get your out-the-door price, which will be your selling price minus your trade allowance, plus the doc fee, the sales tax, the title fee, the registration, mm-hmm. your out- estimated OTD, then your payment details with $5,000 cash down, the 60-month loan term, and your APR. We're building an integrated OTD and monthly payment. And then yes. you should
0: be able to look for what and, you're talking about. And that way, you'll have, you'll have a much better understanding before you start Going to dealerships and looking at cars and being shocked when when the, the the car doesn't fall into the payment range that's comfortable for you because you didn't know what would fall into that range. So yeah, that that's as as bad as so many car dealers are. There is a certain sense of responsibility that falls on the customer's hugely. behalf to understand what their payment actually translates into so that they can know what to be looking at price wise. If there's, there's too many situations and I was part of them in the dealerships where people didn't like the way the deal went because they had unrealistic expectations as to how a $40,000 car with $500 down was going to ever work out to be a five or $300 a month car payment for no more than 60 months. Yeah. You know, and it was like, well, you're just playing games, but no, let's just sit down and do some modern math. If, if there was, if there was no interest. Okay. And, and you wanted to have a payment of $300 a month for 60 months, three times six is 18. That's $18,000. You have $500 to put down. Now we got a total of $18,500. The state's going to want some money and you're busy looking at a $40,000 vehicle. Now, you tell me, folks, how that could possibly fit into the scenario that you've just suggested. And that's why I say in so many cases, it's not the dealership that's being Um, misleading. It's the customer coming in with unrealistic expectations. So as a customer, you need to know this stuff so that it would take less time at the dealership rather than falling in love with that $40,000 car. Perhaps you'd fall in love with that $20,000 car that's going to come much closer to what you budgeted on your monthly basis. And more and more people are choosing that $1,000 a month type of budget,
1: which... Doesn't seem like a great idea. All right, let's switch gears, Dad. We had Justin on our team just the other day. He published this. The new cars with the highest and lowest inventory Mm -hmm. for 2023. This is updated, Dad, for the month of July. Let me scroll down here. These are going to be the cars that are selling the fastest and the slowest, essentially. Yes. Interesting things to see here. We're going to be talking about market day supply, which is probably our favorite metric ever.
0: Yes. Well, market day supply is going to tell you,
1: I don't need to scroll back up. I think Justin's got a, a definition of it here. There's Mitch. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it?
0: Market day supply. A critical piece of knowledge
1: is understanding the market day supply. This is a measure of the number of days it would take to sell all of a particular model of car based on the current sales rate, assuming no additional inventory is added. A high market day supply suggests an oversupply, potentially giving buyers leverage for negotiation, while a low market day supply might indicate a seller's market where negotiating could prove tougher. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've been talking about for a while now. Yes. We'll start at the top. The Jeep Renegade. Interestingly, here though, the market day supply nationwide dropped by about 200 days month over month. Mm-hmm. Jeep is incentivizing the heck out of their renegades. Yes, many more have sold in the past 45 days, not day. nearly enough. Not but nearly many enough. more. Yeah, we're seeing Jeep renegade deals up to nine percent off of MSRP, and there are even some lease incentives through Ally in certain regions of the country where we you get an additional $4,500 cap cost reduction. Wow, for what just to move them, $4,500 just to move the thing. But with the Jeep Renegade is the slowest moving, slowest selling, I should say, vehicle. vehicle in the United States, followed up by the Ram 2500, the Jeep Cherokee, Audi SQ7.
0: That's well, a little bit surprising. Well, not no, not really, because it's the SQ7. If it was just the Q7, but being the SQ7, the sportier version, still, you know, I mean, the Q7 is is expensive to begin with, and then the SQ7 has. Well, obviously, a limited market. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, very limited market.
0: And and it's way more expensive. Chrysler
1: Pacifica Hybrid, the Silverado 4500, Jeep Grand Wagoneer, Lincoln Aviator, and the Ram 1500. This list is still dominated by one manufacturer. Let's do it. One, two, three. The top three, four out of the top 70 percent,
0: seventy percent are Stellantis product. Wow. Yeah. What do you make of this, then? Um, uh, I, I make the way things are going, that means their CEO is going to get a raise. <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> There's going to have to be even stronger incentives for negotiability. Like, yes. these are the cars that just can't sell right
0: and, now. And, and I'm guessing, th- and this is just a guess, I haven't done the research yet. Um, but I, I would guess this is, this is more of a national concern for Stellantis than it is a regional one. Definitely. Now there could be some pockets of the country where there aren't a lot of renegades. I'd find that hard to believe, but you know, perhaps there is a pocket of country where, where that exists. So, but for the most part, wherever you are, if you're looking at a Stellantis product, like one of these, you should be able to negotiate a lot, uh, a lot based on the market they supply. Now, you know, where, where you see even 274 day supply, Manufacturers really don't want it to be over 90. So even a 274 day supply, it's three times the day supply that they would prefer for the Jeep Renegade. I mean, you know, you're a year and a half, almost two years in. And think about
1: some of these, like the Jeep Grand Wagoneer, for example, the average transaction price on a Grand Wagoneer is almost $100,000. Yes. This list is a bit of an indictment on automakers decisions to increase MSRPs. So that's yes. how, how, a bit of how I yes. interpret this. Yes. It's worth mentioning. Let me, let me actually just mention this really quickly. We are going to be hosting the first ever Car Edge sales event at a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and actually a Subaru dealership. They're side-by-side yes. outside of New York City on August 12th. More details to come. But the reason I bring that up is because we actually negotiated on your behalf with these dealers and said, hey, let us set the pricing. You guys are building up so much inventory. <laughs> let us negotiate fair prices. And then on the day of the event, we're going to do it probably Friday the 11th and Saturday the 12th. Mm-hmm. We'll be there, to be very clear. We'll be there. We'll have, just just don't screw it up. Like that's all we're asking them to do is just don't screw it up. 60 minutes or less, everyone in and out, pre-negotiated prices on Chrysler Dodge G-Prem. And it's pretty awesome. They actually have some Subaru inventory as well, not Crosstrex, but mm-hmm. other Subarus. And so we've got pre-negotiated pricing and it makes sense for them. It's a it's a great deal for them because they have so much inventory and they need help selling
0: it. Yes, and, and, and it'll be definitely incumbent upon the customers to understand their budget when they because if if you as the customer want this process to go more fairly more quickly more efficiently you have to really understand what it is that, that you can afford on that monthly payment because and let's face it 80 85 86 percent of the customers are payment driven i want to pull this up there, pops because there's something mm-hmm. that a lot of folks
1: don't even know about like this is this is a $62,000 MSRP 2023 Jeep uh, Jeep Wrangler. Yes. Lease payment. Lease. So we're not talking finance, but lease payment of $460 with no money down. So like, it isn't coming upon you to know your payment, but it's also going to be our responsibility to make sure you can get deals like these. Yes.
0: Like there are there are unicorns, And, and, that, ha- and that, ha- that happens to be the 4xe. So the... Which
1: Stellantis has a boatload of. Yes. Nationwide. Yes, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's partly on the consumer to know their budget. It's also partly on, like in this case, the dealer or in our case, or the
0: manufacturer to understand what's going on. Or in our
1: case, car, you know, if we're pre-negotiating for people, we got to make sure that we can help them get that stuff. All right, Dad. Let's look at the vehicles that have been moving the slowest or the 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 fastest. Before we do, I'll pull this up from Ranger One One Seven. I recognize that. name. Ranger one's been with us for like three years. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Ranger. More folks want Jeep Grand Cherokees. What is the WK versus new L model because of the design must be one of the trim levels. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I get it. But that still means there's inventory sitting around. It's going to create opportunities for others. All right, let's pull it back up on the screen, dad. The bottom 10, the cars with the lowest inventory, the cars that are most difficult to get your hands on right now. Least negotiable. Least negotiable. Definitely. Subaru Outback, nine days supply. Wow. 2,200 for sale, but over 10,000, nearly 11,000 have sold the last 45 days. They are turning quick. Yes. Yes. Honda HRV. You, hopefully, you recently saw our video um, from. There from was Monday, one on was the yesterday. lot. Yeah.
0: There was what? One on the lot, or was it a CRV? I don't, I don't remember. Know, I don't there, there, was ver- there was very, yeah, it was an HRV. There was very little, what, eight or nine
1: cars. There's very little Honda inventory out there. Kia Telluride at 12 days, Toyota Highlander at 14, Kia K5 at 14, the Corvette at 14 days, mm-hmm. Acura Integra at 16 days, the CRV, the Ford Maverick. And it says Toyota Corolla. Yes, down there. Wow.
0: So don't expect to get. Look how many CRVs have sold in the last forty-five days. Just forty, almost forty-one thousand five hundred. That's insane. Yeah, that's it's almost. That's almost a thousand CRVs being sold a day. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a popular vehicle. It's a it's a you know it's been around for years. It's a a well-appointed, popular. Reasonably priced vehicle. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. 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 Yeah. All right. Let's help Steph out really quickly. Steph's is kind of in the position of needing to buy a car because of growing family. If you're rating deals, here's something I'm looking at. All right. Let me see if I can copy down. So that's the VIN is J H L R W 2 H 8 7. Thank
0: you. K X zero two one zero one six zero one six happy to help
1: you out here steph dad let's get some commentary from you while i'm pulling this up is now a decent time
0: to be thinking about buying a used car um if you need to if you need to it depends i mean you know she's looking she's talking about a crv we know that there's a huge shortage of new crvs which would indicate to me that used CRVs are going to be uh, retaining a much higher percentage of their original value than they normally would have. So let's do um, a little analysis. This here, is an so. EXL. So it's uh, the uh, leather interior. Um, it, it just off the top of my noggin at 20, scroll back up at, at 25, 787. That, that sounds like it's probably five or $6,000 high price-wise based on what it normally would have been in the past. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> it means <laughs> that it was probably the, in, in it should probably be about a $20,000 vehicle because it was probably about a, um, I'm going to guess $34,000, $35,000 vehicle when it was brand new.
1: I guess I'm just asking that question through the lens of, are you talking about three years ago, pre-pandemic?
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, I I, I'm just gonna voice an opinion. I think doing that type of analysis is becoming less and less useful the further we get away from that time because the new normal is the new normal. You say it all the time. Yeah, car shortage is gonna be a car shortage because there was 18 million cars.
0: It's gonna be a car shortage. Like I guess I
1: guess the reason I'm getting opinionated about this because I don't want Steph to think she can negotiate five thousand dollars. No, no,
0: I'm not saying she can, I'm just saying it's 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 overpriced based on what it really should be now. Having said that, yes, you're correct. What things really should be and what the new normal are are two different things.
1: Yeah, that doesn't mean it's overpriced then.
0: It's still overpriced.
1: Well, I, <laughs> we haven't even done an analysis of it. are doing an yet. analysis. Let's All right, go. we've got a fair price. We think maybe there's, what is that? $1,300? $1,300 yeah. in wiggle room on it, 67 days supply of these 2019 EXLs. In the area, let me see here, price history. Okay, so they've come down just a little bit on price, but not too much. Let me run the car edge report. That's what I'm curious to do. Let's see this, Pops. Yeah, I guess my point being, it's like all used cars are overpriced. Right? Yes. Like that's the, oh, man, we're in Florida. Throw everything you know out the window because this price is probably total BS. Yeah. I hate to say that.
0: Well, uh, yeah,
1: look at that. They, their advertised price is 4% below their competitors. But the issue is you're going to go in there.
0: There's going to be a $1,200 dock fee. You know, know this yeah, fee, that, you know, that fee. fee. Yeah. But but CRVs are hard to come by at the moment. And so they're they're transacting at a much higher price than they the
1: This vehicle is in high demand. It car ranks in the top 50 statewide.
0: Yeah.
1: I think if i st- I mean, it's priced kind of.
0: Yeah, but fairly, we, but we know that's not going to be the real price. It's a Florida dealer.
1: Yeah, they all add like even this H Greg. We know the folks over at H Greg, and even and they, if, and they add yeah they add crap in Florida. Everyone does it in Florida. I don't know. I'm thinking that if you if you actually could get this car for that selling price without a bunch of crap, like doc fee is going to be a thousand dollars. I'm probably recommending you go new at MSRP. That would be my if recommendation you can if one. you could find one. Yeah. Which
0: is not going to be in Florida, to be very clear. Yes.
1: Do you suggest buying out of state if you're in Florida?
0: Yeah, I, I, I suggest trying to buy out of state if you're in Florida. I, I suggest trying to buy in a state that, that, that has much lower dock fees and, uh, and uh, more dealers that uh, tend to uh, deal honestly.
1: So one other thing we're working on should be out within another, I don't know, maybe I'll say three weeks, is um, you'll be able to flag dealers. So dealers that add dock fees like Crazier or add-ons or things like that, you'll be able to on, on the Car Edge Car Search. People will be able to contribute and tag dealers. So we're very mm-hmm. excited about that. plus we had a contribution come in from True Thank you. Fortune, which we really appreciate. And from AJ here asking... You mentioned you guys may be partnering with a dealership um, for pre-negotiated deals, the out-the-door prices. Any word on brands involved? Hopefully, it's not solely Stellantis. First one is Stellantis and Subaru. Yes. Um, so, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Subaru. That'll be August 12th. You'll hear us promoting the heck out of that because we actually want to meet a ton of people in person outside of New York City on August 11th and August 12th. So, stay tuned for that. But yeah, if it goes well, hopefully, yeah. we'll be able to do it with other brands, too. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram was the first dealership we could get on board, and then they're connected to a Subaru dealership. So they said, okay, sure. If you guys want to do it for the
0: Subaru dealership, go for it. We want to do it for both. Yeah, we want to do it
1: for both. Yeah, yeah meet and greet, Suzanne. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be like a meet and greet plus great car deals.
0: Yes. It should be really fun. Yes.
1: I'm starting to get excited.
0: Yes. And I and if you think I'm tan now, wait till you see me spend a whole day on, outside on a car lot Talking to people, you're trying not be to be outside. We're going to be doing a live show. We'll be doing a live show from the dealership outside, buddy. I, you know, you're gonna you're gonna need to have me wired up because I'm going to be walking around. I'm going to be talking to people. I'm going to be, you know, pick your car. Let's go. It's going to be the simplest transaction you've ever had. You know, yeah. I If you, I, I'm this 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 color on me will look like nothing compared to what I'm going to look like on.
1: SPF 50, Brandon wants there to be hot dogs, and so does Virgil. Yeah, we'll probably have some food. Don't worry, we'll have food. We gotta fix it. It's somewhat enticing yes. to get folks there. And Jay and LW says Zach, the car salesman. No, I'm actually like the general manager for the day. It's pretty incredible. I feel super lucky that we get the opportunity to do this. Pretty much I've convinced the dealership to let me run it for the day. Stay tuned. We'll document the <laughs> hell out of it. Kind of kind of feel bad for. i will not be here tomorrow i'm actually going up to the dealership to do training with the staff okay so i will not be here tomorrow but hopefully you'll do a show or maybe i can maybe i can join in from the dealership would you like that yeah that would be fun i think that'd be fun okay so tomorrow we'll have a show i'll probably be at the chrysler dodge g pram dealership where we're hosting the event okay that'll be really awesome maybe i can even pull in like one of the sales managers to talk about their experience things like that yes
0: okay so we'll have a show
1: tomorrow we'll be back
0: I can't wait, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone, go
1: enjoy your Fourth of July. We have the promotion; it ends on the seventh. So, if you again, if you need help from us, CarEdge.com, we've got a promotion. Thank you, and uh, I think that's it. Okay, okay, so
0: we'll be we'll be back here tomorrow at uh, noon Eastern, nine Pacific, uh, eight AM in Anchorage, six AM in Honolulu. And apparently we're not going to Manila today. No, Manila, not today.
1: (laughs) Everyone put sunscreen on. Do not drink and
0: drive. And um, enjoy the rest rest of of your, your your 4th of July. And enjoy tonight's fireworks if there are some in your area. Be safe.